Good morning. Today is Tuesday, August 20th, 2019. Today we commemorate Bernard Clairvaux. Our readings are Psalms 121, 122, and 123, 2 Samuel 18, 9 through 18, Acts 23, 12 through 24, and Mark 11, 27 through 12, 12. It's going to be a little bit of a whirlwind um, today, so I'm going to kind of um, respectfully zip through the readings. I have a little bit of limited time this morning, so thank you for your understanding. I appreciate it. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Let us confess our sins to God. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise to the Lord a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. The Holy One is in our midst. O come, let us worship. Psalms 121, 122, and 123. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. God will not let your foot be moved. God who keeps you will not slumber. God who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. God is your keeper. God is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. God will keep you from all evil. God will keep your life. God will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of God. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem, built as a city that is bound firmly together, To it the tribes go up, the tribes of God, as was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of God. 
For there the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of God, I will seek your good. To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. As the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord, to God. Until God has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O God, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than its fill of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Second Samuel 18, verses 9-18 through 18. Absalom happened to meet the servants of David. Absalom was riding on his mule, and the mule went under the thick branches of a great oak. His head caught fast in the oak, and he was left hanging between heaven and earth, while the mule that was under him went on. A man saw it and told Joab, I saw Absalom hanging in an oak. Joab said to the man who told him, What? You saw him? Why, then, did you not strike him there to the ground? I would have been glad to give you ten pieces of silver and a belt. But the man said to Joab, Even if I felt in my hand... The weight of a thousand pieces of silver I would not raise my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing, the king commanded you and Abishai and Ittai, saying, For my sake, protect the young man Absalom. On the other hand, if I had dealt treacherously against his life, and there is nothing hidden from the king, then you yourself would have stood aloof. Joab said, I will not waste time like this with you. He took three spears into his hand and thrust them into, heart of, into the heart of Absalom while he was still alive in the oak. And ten young men, Joab's armor bearers, surrounded Absalom and struck him and killed him. Then Joab sounded the trumpet and the troops came back from pursuing Israel, for Joab restrained the troops. They took Absalom, threw him into a great pit in the forest, and raised over him a very great heap of stones. Meanwhile, all the Israelites fled to their homes. Now Absalom, in his lifetime, had taken and set up for himself a pillar that is in the king's valley. For he said, I have no son to keep my name in remembrance. He called the pillar by its own name. It is called Absalom's monument to this day. By his own name, pardon me. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle B. Actually, let's do Canticle A, a song of wisdom. Wisdom freed from a nation of oppressors, a holy people and a blameless race. She entered the soul of a servant of God, withstood dread rulers with wonders and signs. To the saints she gave the reward of their labors and led them by a marvelous way. She was their shelter by day and a blaze of stars by night. She brought them across the Red Sea 
She led them through mighty waters, but their enemies she swallowed in the waves and spewed them out from the depths of the abyss. And then, God, the righteous sang hymns to your name and praised with one voice your protecting hand. For wisdom opened the mouths of the mute and gave speech to the tongues of a newborn people. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts chapter 23, verses 12 through 24. In the morning, the Jews joined in a conspiracy and bound themselves by an oath, neither to eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. There were more than 40 who joined in this conspiracy. They went to the chief priests and elders and said, We have strictly bound ourselves by an oath to taste no food until we have killed Paul. Now then, you and the council must notify the tribune that you must notify the tribune to bring him down to you on the pretext that you want to make a more thorough examination of his case, and we are ready to do away with him before he arrives. Now the son of Paul's sister heard about the ambush, so he went and gained entrance to the barracks and told Paul. Paul called one of the centurions and said, Take this young man to the tribune, for he has something to report to him. So he took him, brought him to the tribune, and said, The prisoner Paul called me and asked me to bring this young man to you. He has something to tell you. The tribune took him by the hand, drew him aside privately, and asked, What is it that you have to report to me? He answered, The Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow, as though they were going to inquire more thoroughly into his case. But do not be persuaded by them, for more than forty of their men are lying in ambush for him. They have bound themselves by an oath, neither to eat nor drink until they kill him. They are ready now and are awaiting, your, and are awaiting for your consent. So the tribune dismissed the young man, ordering him, Tell no one that you have informed me of this. Then he summoned two of the centurions and said, Get ready to leave by nine o'clock tonight. For Caesarea, with 200 soldiers, 70 horsemen, and 200 spearmen, also provide mounts for Paul to ride, and take him safely to Felix the governor. He wrote a letter to this effect. And the letter follows. That's the next piece. I wrote over into the next verse, as I sometimes do. Thank you guys for your graciousness. I am so human. Canticle G, a song of Ezekiel. I will take you from among all nations, I will gather and gather you from all lands to bring you home. I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and purify you from false gods and uncleanness. A new heart I will give you, and a new spirit put within you. I will take the stone heart from your chest and give you a heart of flesh. I will help you walk in my laws and cherish my commandments and do them. You shall be my people and I will be your God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Mark 11:27 through 12:12. 12, 12. Again they came to Jerusalem. As he was walking in the temple, the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came to him and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority to do them? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? Answer me. They argued with one another. If we say, from heaven, he will say, why then did you not believe him? But shall we say, of human origin? They were afraid of the crowd, for all regarded John as truly a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Then he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a pit for the wine press, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the season came, he sent a slave to the tenants to collect from them his share of the produce of the vineyard. But they seized him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And again he sent another slave to them, this one they beat over the head and insulted. Then he sent another and that one they killed. And so it was with many others. Some they beat and others they killed. He, still, he had still one other, a beloved son. Finally he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they seized him, killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was God's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. When they realized that he had told this parable against them, they wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowd. So they left him and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Parent Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again excuse me, and is seated at the right hand of the parent. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our parent in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your sovereignty come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. 
Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Will you suffragists at A? Actually, will you suffragists at B on page 98 of the Book of Common Prayer? Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God, have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. And you, God, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. We will lift up those that we are praying special prayers of healing for, and then we will pray a few specific healing prayers this morning. Compassionate God, you so love the world that you sent us Jesus to bear our infirmities and afflictions through acts of healing. He revealed you as the true source of health and salvation. For the sake of your Christ who suffered and died for us, conquered death, and now reigns with you in glory, hear the cry of your people. Have mercy on us, make us whole, and bring us at last into the fullness of your eternal life. Amen. Lover of souls, we bless your holy name for all who are called to mediate your grace to those who are sick or infirm. Sustain them by your Holy Spirit, that they may bring your loving kindness to those in fear, pain, and confusion, that in bearing one another's burdens they may follow the example of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Strengthen your children, O God, to go where they have to go and bear what they have to bear, that accepting your healing gifts at the hands of surgeons, nurses, and technicians, they may be restored to wholeness with a thankful heart. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Blessed Jesus, in the comfort of your love, we lay before you the memories that haunt your children, the anxieties that perplex them, the despair that frightens them, and their frustration at their inability to think clearly. Help them to discover your forgiveness in their memories and know your peace in their distress. Touch them, O God, and fill them with your light and your hope. Amen. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the Word made flesh. You overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, and then ascended again. Grant your children, we pray, in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and our coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided trinity, 
to ages of ages. Amen. Holy One, you do not distance yourself from the pain of your people, but in Jesus bear that pain with us and bless all who suffer at others' hands. Hallow our flesh and all creation. With your cleansing love, bring healing and strength to your children, and by your justice lift them up, that in the body you have given them they may again rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Blessed and merciful and gracious Christ, you came into the world as one of us and suffered as we do. As we go through the trials of life, help us to realize that you are with us at all times and in all things, that we have no secrets from you, and that your loving grace enfolds us for eternity. In the security of your embrace, we pray. Amen. Blessed God, you minister to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health and freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Amen. We will use as we have been as a prayer for mission, the prayer attributed to St. Francis. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. I'm already kind of over time, so I'm just going to give a couple quick thoughts on the gospel reading today. There are a couple of things. One is the priests, scribes, and elders. I'm just going to say this simply, and if you have questions about it or want to know kind of deeper what I was thinking, just ask me. But I'm struck that they didn't have understanding, nor did they really want understanding. And this was kind of on my mind because we were talking in a parent group last night about our special needs kids and, and how difficult it is with schools because often teachers don't understand their disability nor do they care to understand and in this case the parents scribes and elders didn't understand this deep amazing gospel truth so more than just Jesus's giftedness that they didn't understand but they didn't understand the connection the the trinity 
and any of this, but they weren't, they had no desire to understand. They only wanted to get far from them that which they felt was threatening, which kind of leads into the next parable. You know, there's, uh, we've been talking a lot about fear and perceived scarcity, right? And these tenants, it was more than a perceived scarcity. It, it was agreed, I think, but it was that it's a parallel par parable, right? So there is a lack of understanding and not wanting to understand and not wanting to come into cooperation for a greater purpose, but instead wanting to hold on, and here's the perceived scarcity piece, wanting to hold on to the power that they thought they had. So as the Pharisees and elders wanted to hold on to the power, just as the white patriarchy wants to hold on to its power in our current times, so did the tenants want to hold on to the income and power that they thought from the vineyard. And not only were they trying to hold on to something that is not theirs, let that sink in, but also they're missing out on what is greater if they were to let that go and enter into cooperation with God and with others in God. May we come before each other and God with open hands, laying all that we have, which was not ours to begin with, and knowing that God's math will multiply it exponentially when we enter into cooperation with God and with others for God's purpose. May the blindness of fear and perceived scarcity leave us. And may faith and love open our eyes, our hands, and our hearts. May we rest assured that our protection is in God, that God keeps the very essence of our beings, our souls, safe, so that we can go without fear, without the handcuffs of fear into this world and do God's work. Amen. Knowing that something even greater than anything that we could possibly even try to hold on to through our own powers is present in God and with God and through God. All right, let's um let's wrap up. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. We live without fear for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. 
We go now in peace to follow the good road. And may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.